His name is Ish Berry, and this is Berry Media Unrestricted. He explores the city of Houston, looking for people who are not afraid to get unrestricted. Interesting men and women who have an extraordinary journey, doing the kind of things that make great stories to tell for the rest of us. Now get ready for Unrestricted. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Unrestricted Podcast. I'm your host, Ish Berry, and back in the building once again is our best, I mean best friend of the podcast Bye. here. <laughs> Cupcake cracking. <laughs> Lovely voice back in the building. <laughs> that could actually be a nice little R&B song. I, I, I digs that. <laughs> And um, in case for anyone watching this on the YouTube version, if um, and you're probably gonna figure this out, and if you're listen, listening to it on Spotify or Apple or something, given the title of this episode, yeah, Cupcake's back talking about her her breasts. They're back and they're bigger than ever. So welcome back to the podcast, my friend. Hi, Andy. <laughs> happy to be back. <laughs> and you our annual boob episode. Yes. And, you know, speaking of stories, I want to start with something because I saw this firsthand. Mm-hmm. Last month on Facebook, on your personal Facebook page, mm-hmm. you posted a, a anime. It was a selfie that you took a it while back a, yeah. during during COVID and you had on a, a real dope anime mask. Mm-hmm. And people lit up the comments talking about your boobs, even though in the caption you're talking about how much you missed that mask or yeah, something. Yeah, the pandemic for me, like the mask rule was honestly like a lot of people had issues with it. Mm-hmm. I loved it so much. I had so many sarcastic, offensive, pushing the edge masks. I had fun with it. Plus, like nobody can see that you're fucking sticking your tongue out them or giving them a dirty look yeah. with the mask covering. I thought that was great. But I had one that was like, I don't remember what it's called, where it's the anime girls with their mouths open and their yeah. tongues are hanging out and they're drooling. And, um,. I can't remember what it's called right now. It's fucking killing me. But, like, thanks. Um, but, like, I missed that mask. And so, basically, what was happening was that I, um, the pandemic, I had so much fun with the masks. I got a lot of really edgy masks. I got a lot of real, like, just pushing the edge, just having fun with it. Mm-hmm. And I got an Ahigo girl mask that was, like, the mouth. But it was, like, I had the mouth set up so that the mask... Like it aligned with my face. Yeah. I just I had it custom made too. I had oh, it custom. Dope. Okay. I, I wanted that specifically and I couldn't find it, so I had it made for me. And I wore that thing to fucking death. Like I, I should have ordered more than one up, but I uh um but I was wearing a leopard print tank top and I had like a cover up, but it wasn't exactly covering up. Yeah. It was just meant to cover like my arms, my back, like just the basic stuff. I was pregnant, so I just wanted my belly to be more prominent. Um but I, uh, I posted that picture and I was like, I've missed this mask. And I mean, the fact is, is that when I post a selfie, when I take a picture, Instagram is not as bad, but it's because like I, and something that annoys me too, is that when you post a picture, it edits your photo to fit in a little box. Yeah, yeah. So unless it's really far away and I got little arms, you're only going to be getting so much image into an Instagram post. Um... But, like, I had, there was a dude that I just added the day before. I really didn't know who he was. I hadn't even had a chance to message him and be like, have we met? And he just immediately comments and goes, what mask? Yeah. And then, I saw that. And then he hopped in my DMs, so he got deleted. Like, people comment oh, all the time. So I just established for myself rules when people comment that stuff. Because my Facebook is public anyway, so technically anybody can comment on that stuff if I have it set to public. Yeah. Um, but... It was what mask? I'm looking at something else. Yeah, yes, yeah, so I was. Yeah. And it's honestly you pointing that out and you getting you got mad about it. Like you were about to post some clips from the first episode. Yeah, because I think <laughs> you even on one you responded to somebody and, and I'm paraphrasing, but I remember you said something on the lines of like, "This is annoying" or something like, oh, "It's not no, about like, your chest." Like you, you know, you can't even post up a damn yeah, no, like, selfie I with the mask. And and, I said my favorite thing about when people yeah. I, I said my favorite thing um to is when people don't bring up my chest at yeah all, that was it yeah. or something along those lines 
Um, because I was just getting my point across. Like, you know, it's it's annoying whenever it's... And I mean, I get it. There are going to be people who... Like, people joke about their features. They joke about their friends' features. You know, like, I'm not going to pretend I don't tell some of my friends, like, damn, girl, you got to ask for days. Mm-hmm. And I know that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you back there. <laughs> uh, but, like, in that same breath, I I try to, and in that, so for that reason, I try to be understanding that my friends are going to make those jokes. But, like, the guy who went what mask and then hopped into my DMs trying to talk to me, um, that point, like, at that point, you're taking your comment too far. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, any major things going on in the messages. He was waiting to see how I responded, which I just deleted him. But um, for me, like, I've come to terms with the fact that people are going to make those jokes. And that's totally fine. Like, I would rather not treat it like an elephant in the room that you have to, like, avoid eye contact. Yeah. Because they exist and they're a part of me and I've been joking about them forever. And it's... But, like, it, the, the excess of it can be annoying, especially when I post a picture and it's, like, I'm focusing on the mask mm-hmm. and that's the topic I'm trying to discuss is, like, oh, this is cool. And, you know, it's, like, obviously I get that there is, like, a little bit of, like, a, oh, hey, look at my mask kind of attention thing. But it was, like, you know, the, the, the boobs were not the topic, but they are always the focus. Yeah, and that was the thing. I mean, anyone who knows me knows I love titties, but... <laughs> I mean, but there's a time and a place for it, you know, and to me, mm-hmm. like, that wasn't the time, and if you read, and I'm big on reading, too, so reading the caption, you're talking about the mask, so mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, damn, even I'm sitting back, me of all people, like, damn, these people are kind of obnoxious, like, <laughs> and she, yeah, like, damn. Like, there's a time and a place, people. <laughs> like, damn. What do they think this is, Instagram? <laughs> Uh, or Twitter, uh, or Twitter's Twitter gotten X. bad too. Yeah, X and uh, um, like, do when it comes to the attention that you get from your breasts, like, oh, like, how do you feel about that? Like, do you like it, hate it? Would you trade I mean, it in? I, I really, I am eventually planning on getting a. Reduction. We don't say that word here. Yes, we, we fucking do. No, Because if you want to talk about titties and you want to talk about my titties, then you got to talk about their past, present, and future. Uh, but future growth and expansion, not no de- decreasing. No. So, okay, but the reality of it is, is that they're always going to grow. I'm not trying to completely eliminate them. I'm just trying to hit a reset button. Okay. I I think my spine deserves a vacation because they do keep growing and they have gotten bigger and I don't know what size they are because I haven't gotten checked i will get checked so yeah. that way you can include it in them from like so that yeah. way you can't but yeah. like yeah um what do you call it though like i'm not i even if i get a reduction i could not get them to be like i'm never gonna be like a, a c cup yeah. or d cup even like the smallest that i would probably be willing to go at this point would be a g or an h because the reality of it is, is A, I know for a fact that I can find cute bras when I'm a size G or an H. Yeah. But I cannot imagine myself not having a large chest because mm. that's my whole life. I was a D by the time I was 12. Like, I didn't have a... I think we've discussed that. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. have an awkward phase. I literally slept all <laughs> woke summer. Woke up one morning. I literally, <laughs> literally, I slept all summer, woke up the day of sixth grade, and all of a sudden I needed a bra, wow, like an actual bra. It was hard. And then, like, finding bras in my size that were appropriate for a child. Like, I wasn't allowed to shop at Victoria's Secret. And then by the time I was allowed to shop in Victoria's Secret, I didn't fit in anything. Ooh. Ironic. And last time you got measured, what size are you? I was a 380. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. (laughs) Which is a very real thing for me now, actually. Since they've gotten bigger, I have actually started struggling to, like, get out of bed to get up. I have noticed that there has been a difference in my equilibrium and how I handle things. Wow. Which is. Can you sleep on your back? I try to sleep on my back but i'm a stomach sleeper okay i do usually wake up on my back but i it's like getting out of bed it doesn't help that my bed is like as tall as i am oh damn you have a high bed i inherit i i inherited (laughs) my bed 
and it is a uh, it is high up and um I thought about getting a lower um box spring mm -hmm. but where the headboard is and how high up it goes there would just be a giant gaping hole between my mattress and my headboard and I think that would look maybe weird I don't know I might need to do it for my own safety at this point hey wow <laughs> Damn, that's 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 a lot. But yeah, no, I've noticed I'm having a little bit more trouble like getting up and down, and it has become a bigger issue for me. I'm noticing my balance isn't as good. Like when I stand up, I'm kind of like ooh, okay, kind of hobbling. And for me, like the fact that we're on the precipice of affecting my quality of life. You know, it seems I, like it's starting to affect your mobility. And yeah, you know? you know, and I want to be able to be active with my son. I want to be able to, like, play with my kid and go on long walks without fucking dying because my chest is bouncing onto my lungs. It, it, it's, you know, like, it's yeah. it's just, it's hard. Wow. Um, But as far as, like, the attention goes, I I don't know how I would feel not getting that attention but it's just because I'm so used to it. And you can say that you want something like to be treated like a normal person. And to a degree, for the most part, because of the way I present myself, even though I deal with assholes all the time, I feel like people, women deal with that no matter what. Yeah. And yeah, I, I see so sometimes, yeah. I don't think the attention would change. It would probably just be the circumstances and it probably wouldn't be as aggressive or dramatic. Yeah. Because I find that people match the energy. They match the energy that they think that, like, you know, a big reaction because of a big visible breast. Yeah. Um, but in that same breath, I feel like my quality of life would improve. I know that shopping for clothes would be easier mm. for me. And I know that, like, clothing would look on me like it like I want it to you know even if I want a casual outfit everything looks sexy and voluptuous or like a nicer outfit because like I have to dress up to be able to cover up I have oh, to about that. okay I have to like casual clothes it's you know spaghetti straps it's a yeah. lower neckline it's a flowier fabric so I either have to do a garbage bag or I have to do like a really nice date night out maxi dress for it. I mean, you could wear like a, like, let's just say if you just go into the grocery store or something, I mean, you could wear like jeans and a t-shirt, right? Or... I actually get really insecure and uncomfortable wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Oh, okay. But it's because of the fact that when I wear a t-shirt for it to fit correctly mm, and not okay. like right up, I have to oh, get that's something right. that's super oversized. And then I, I, when I wear, like, baggy clothes to cover up my body, I associate T-shirts with that at this point. Okay. And I feel so ugly and insecure when I just see this giant bag shape over my body. And then I just look fat because of the fact that my breasts will be pushing against it. And it pushes the shirt out all the way down. So, subsequently, I end up looking bigger. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That that makes sense. Wow. Wow. And just switching gears for a moment, have you ever received any kind of sexual harassment or even harassment for as jealousy at a job because of your breasts? Um, yeah. Not in my current line of work, mm -hmm. thank God, because I work you know, I work with yeah. children. They don't care. Um but, like, when I worked at, especially when I worked at a Cindy's, I worked at, a, I worked at an adult store. Mm -hmm. I was nervous about this. Um, I've had women throughout my life, I've had women that got jealous of, like, the attention. Uh. I've had so many women go, oh, my God, I want to get, I'm going to get my breasts done. I want to get them bigger. Um, I've had women say, oh, I'm going to get my boobs done as big as hers. Mm. And it's because they see the attention. <laughs> because they see the attention that I'm getting. They see the people staring. Yeah. And they're not taking the harassment into consideration. But a lot That's of women, true. there's yeah. a lot of women who don't view harassment as a bad thing. They view it as another form of attention. Attention, yeah. 
and to a degree, depending on what they're saying and what they're doing, I don't care because I do recognize that there is a lot of behavior, especially when you go out of public. Like I, and it's not, I'm not, I'm not supporting that behavior, mm -hmm. but in, in a way, because of the amount that I have to deal with it, I pick and choose who I'm going to react to. Okay. There's harmless harassment where it's just somebody being shitty and I'll literally look at them and say, that's inappropriate or that's rude versus... <laughs> um, my, 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 my platonic wife for life, Raven's favorite story. And whenever we go out, if we meet anybody new and my breasts come up, her favorite story to tell everybody is that the, the, it was the first time we went out for her birthday and we were at, um, numbers and this guy was staring. He was like right here. Okay. He was kind of short, but he was talking at me, and ah. his head was just getting closer to my breast. <laughs> oh shit! And he was just talking and saying normal things, but he wasn't looking on my face. He wasn't looking at me. He lost all sense of himself, and I'm looking at this. And before I even had a chance to say something, she saw what was happening walked over, got this close to this man's face and goes, those are my titties. Damn. And he jumped <laughs> up and he realized what was going on and he got so fucking, he, he left. Wow. He left. We were out on the patio and he just fucking walked out the exit. He left, uh, which is fine. Like I had no interest in talking to him after that behavior because like, you know, you're not acknowledging me as a person. You're not even recognizing that I'm a human. Your entire fixation and focus is boobs, and my boobs weren't even that out. Dang. I, I maybe had, like, this much out. Wow. We, we went crazy for the podcast because, yeah. you know, we're having fun. Yeah, we but... have a dress code here. I'm joking. I'm sorry. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like... uh, this is probably going to be a date night outfit. It, it, as, it, as it should be. Yeah. And, you know, side note, like, even the bodybuilders I have on, if you mm -hmm. notice a trend, if you go and look at the bodybuilding episodes, yeah, all of them, male and female, wear something to show off their physiques. And I, and I kindly ask, you know, mm -hmm. say, hey, you know, come on, you mind wearing something, you know, well, that's going to yeah, show off your, your physique? Like, you know, please don't cover because, you know, we focus more on visual than mm -hmm. the audio aspect of the podcast. And then afterwards, if I was like, hey. You mind doing some flexing and posing, you know, and either if they don't, I respect that and we move on. And but okay. most of them tend to agree. And, and, you know, in the bodybuilding community, like they're not knocking them, but, you know, they're vain. So, I mean, they do work out to show off their yeah, bodies I mean, anyway. I mean, necessarily, they're <laughs> proud of themselves. Like they literally yeah. have their entire world revolves around this hobby and passion, their diet, their 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 schedule. The amount of time that they have to put towards working out, you know, carb yeah. loading, protein, yeah, you losing know it, yeah. fat, gaining muscle, cutting, trimming, all of it. And then the waxing and the fake tanning. And then they may have to make sure their hair is perfect for competition. Yeah. Like that, the effort that they make, uh, they have, I, I did bodybuilds, like yeah. not professionally by any meaning of the word, but I, that was like, my whole thing was like five days a week, Pilates. Five days a week, gym, and I was lifting weights, and I was working out, and I even remember my mom would be like, you're going to get muscles, and you're going to get big, and I looked at her, and I said, good. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> and, like, I, with my chest, like, I was so proud of myself, because, like, and I always tell people I look like Ice T's wife. I looked like Coco. Coco, yeah. I had such a big butt when it was not cool to have a big butt, and I was so proud of that thing, because it was all muscle, and I would have, so like, I remember when I fully bulked up, because I mainly bulked up here when I was staying with my dad for the summer, and I went home to Arizona, and, like, getting pants on was so hard. But then my waist would be loose, so I had yeah. a belt everywhere, it would fall down, and I was like, what is going on? Because I hadn't fully come to terms with the fact that my body was different until, like, a mostly girls, they would be like, Kelly, your ass is huge. What the fuck? Mm. And I would be like, touch it's it. It's still big. Touch it. I was checking touch out. Touch it. <laughs> I was like, touch it. That shit's all fucking muscle, bitch. And they would. And they would like be like, they would look terrified. They would be like, holy fuck, you're solid. And I was but, like, what were you doing? Like, you doing like a million squats a day? Or I was doing or... squats. And then those leg machines. Okay. I would literally sit there reading a book. 
Which and I would machine? just Which? do it, and then I would adjust the weight. The one like where you're, you're when you're up going the... back and forth, okay, or in and out, like yeah, yeah, when you're either like pushing out or pulling in, or then like the the a lot of leg lifts, mm. and then I was doing a lot of weighted squats. Okay. Um, it honestly varied. Like it really genuinely varied because the goal wasn't like I wasn't like oh this is gonna do this, this is gonna do that. I had like a specific image in mind. I just did it for fun. And I would switch what I was doing, and sometimes it was free weights, and sometimes it was machine work, and it was just whatever I wanted to do. I did it because it made me happy. I wasn't yeah. like, That's I wasn't like, I'm gonna be a bodybuilder. It was literally like after a year of doing it, and then I started talking to bodybuilders about it, and they were like, oh, yeah, no, like this seems like something you're into, and I was just like, yeah, I feel good. I look good. I'm happy. We gotta go to a contest this year. I'm gonna, I gotta we start up and see when the contests start. I uh, think that would be really fun. Yeah. I wanna like, I need to actually like, get out of my bat cave and stop hiding under my troll bridge. Yeah. I just, I locked myself up last year, but I got sick a lot. I got sick a lot. Like I got sick a lot last year. Last year was, year a was just year. A, a, a crazy year. Speaking of last year. Uh-huh. Your titties and the titties of our friend Lauren Victoria. Shout out to, to Lauren. I love Almost her. got us a lifetime reality deal on a TV show. They can you, did. Oh can you, can you tell what, what happened? Because you don't want to call me about it. I had somebody follow me. Cool, whatever. Don't know who she is. But then my. Um, I didn't, I didn't add her because I didn't know who she was. So she messages me and I, I will check my spam box. I don't get a lot of spam mail. It's mostly like people advertising for people's OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. Or uh, what's that gothic jewelry brand that's always seeking ambassadors? <laughs> yeah, different ambassadorships. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but this woman messaged me and she was just like, hey, just so you know, this is who I am. This is who I've worked for in the past. These are my, so that way you can like, this is so that you can look me up so that yeah. you know that I am real. Um, feel f if, and I would like to talk to you about you and your best friend potentially doing a reality TV show if, if weight loss is something you'd be interested in. And I obviously before I even called you, I looked up. I looked up. I yeah, looked her, her out. I yeah. was just like, yeah. I know, no, I know you could do your due diligence. Found yeah. her, found her work history. Found her LinkedIn. I was just like, okay, okay. So I messaged her, and then I called you, and you weren't answering it. And I was like, you better motherfucking answer this phone. <laughs> I was there like, for. <laughs> but she called me, and she was just like, okay. So I was really nervous, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna lie. It's really good that you like listed your work history in a way that made it easy for me to search you before mm -hmm. I even responded because it allowed me to see that you weren't like scamming. Um, I was just like, but no, I'm totally interested. I've done work on television before. Um, this is this is not out of my wheelhouse. And weight loss is something that I'm interested in. And, you know, I gave, and she was just like, well, your best friend. And I said, best friend. And she was just like, yeah, well, the, from, cause she had found your TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And she saw a clip of me and Lauren. From when, the previous. From that, from that episode. The bar episode. Yeah, yeah. From the department store episode. Uh-huh. And she had the same reaction that everybody else did. And everybody genuinely assumed that we were like best friends had known each other for years um and i totally loved the shit out of her i adored her instantly like the vibes were on i totally like i i i want to hang out with her i want to meet her wife i want to be friends i think she's great i totally <laughs> love talking to her yeah she's cool people and seeing yeah. what she's up to but like i was just like oh yeah no we met that day and she was just like what but yeah, no, she was just like, I'd be interested in working with y'all. And what we're going to do is we're going to interview you two, you two together. And then we'll proceed from there. Um, there's like two other people, like two other groups that are being interviewed and observed. But realistically, everybody favors y'all. Wow. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll see it when I see it, which then the, the writer's strike lifted, so they dropped all the reality <laughs> yeah, stuff, which I'm happy for yeah, the writers. absolutely, yeah, yeah, the um, uh, writers in Hollywood, yeah, they need yeah, their residuals. Yeah, like, they and, deserved it, but, like, they could have waited a week. <laughs> you know, on my end, I want to say, she DM'd me mm -hmm. about a week before she did you, because she was really trying to get in contact, mm -hmm. and on my... 
on both of my um, accounts, both the photography and the podcast account, I get so much spam a day. She was and she, trying. Yeah, and she actually emailed me, and I thought it was spam. You know, I thought it was like, I just, I thought it was, you know, some joke, some, no, you know, or she something. Yeah, no, if, if she hadn't yeah. given me all the information that she'd given me so that I could look her up, and I was still very skeptical, even when I, they had me adjusting the lighting and my seats and create a whole little space to get this interview <laughs> and what I needed to wear and how I needed to look and asking questions, and I was like... I was just like, this is fake. <laughs> and like, when Ain't you no way. Me, when you, because you know, 90% of the time you and I text. So when you called me, I knew something was up. That's why I yeah. called. Yeah. <laughs> you called me and I was like, oh shit, let me go and take my lunch right now. We have a now. very nonchalant texting relationship. <laughs> like we text when we're good. And, well, for me, I'll just forget. Like I, uh, my, my memory loss is so <laughs> Get bad. for three days. Okay. But between my ADHD and my pseudotumor cerebri, I lose, whole, I forget. Whole oh, I, 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 I get it. But I, like literally. You've gotten text from me, and I'll be like, I know that this was an important question, but I'm sorry, I forgot to text you three days. And I'll respond to you when I'm done, because I'm driving right now, yeah. so I can't actually respond to it, but I will when I get there. And, you know, like, when I talked to her, she said, she told me the same thing. She was like, how long they've known each other? And I was like, ma'am, they literally met maybe 10 minutes before we started shooting. I was like, I met Lauren at the studio. She got there first. I said, Cupcake came a couple minutes later. As I'm setting up, we're shooting the shit. And then when I started rolling, that was it. I was like, they literally met about 15 minutes before we started shooting the episode. Yeah. And she and she couldn't believe it. She was like, wow, their chemistry. I was like, yeah, I know. And, you know, she commended me and she looked at my other podcast stuff and commended me and told me to keep doing what I'm yeah, doing no, in my editing and stuff. Good. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's great. And I was just like, wow. She asked me, that I want to join in too. I was like, yeah. And uh, I know I got in trouble at work that day because my supervisor. Uh, here it is. I've been working at my job mm-hmm. for four for four years. Never once came back late from lunch. You know, mm-hmm. the one time, you know, this this deal of a lifetime. You know. Yeah, and but at that take, point, fuck y'all. That was important. <laughs> and I take a, a a a slightly longer lunch, and my supervisor got on my ass, and I was still talking to her. I think her name was Robin, right? That I sounds... think it was Robin, yeah. but I cannot. Okay. No, it was Rachel. It was Rachel. Okay, it was Rachel. Okay. It was Rachel. It, so, okay, I'm, R was right. And then, like, I was still talking to her when I went back to my department. <sighs> and I'm telling my former supervisor, and I'm like, look, you know I do content creating and stuff. I was like, this is something that can change my life. And I put her on speaker. You know, it's like, hey, can you talk to my manager? Tell her, like, this ain't no bullshit. And she identified herself. And my supervisor was like, oh, okay, yeah, go handle that. Like, this yeah, is, no, like, obviously, like, like it's this too is sweet. fucking lifetime network. I need like, you to this back is off right now. now. And then you gonna give me. If you pull this dirty hoe bullshit <laughs> in the middle of this, I swear to God. <laughs> right? But uh, that 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 had to be one of the highlights of my year last year. Like, but who would have thought no, that? That was really cool. From my little podcast, would pique the interest of Lifetime. a producer, yeah, that works for Lifetime in the creation department to try and greenlight a reality show. Like, that's no, fucking that was really cool. dope. Yeah, that's that's wow. <laughs> I know Lauren's gonna get mad. We're talking about it. she's not. Here, and I'm like, hey, no one told you to move to Baton Rouge. I'm sorry. I you miss need her. A... Like, I no, dead ass. Like, we should take a trip out because I would happily go hang out with I her. I was telling a buddy of mine, um, you, what, the, actually, episode, remember we were talking about a guy named Norris? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Norris, the guy we, we grew up with, and I was on the phone with Norris last night, and I told Norris, I was like, man, you know, the next time my job gives me, like, maybe three or four consecutive days off, I was mm-hmm. like, fuck it. If I got some extra money back, it's like, I'm going to drop out to Baton Rouge and and see Lauren and go in her store and slap in the back of her bald head and then just kind of leave. <laughs> she gonna kill me for saying that. I'll kill you for saying that. <laughs> on her behalf, respectfully. Oh Lauren, man, I'm gonna walk in her I'm store and be in the car with this slap her. Forty-five minutes back Please. home, I'm gonna smack you in the back of the bald head. Like no. You leave her alone. <laughs> Y'all are so mean to each other, though, for real. It's very mean. Even when we talk private on the phone, we talk shit to each other. Like Honestly, it's super cute. I can't pretend I don't talk shit to my friends. <laughs> we all do. But you don't fucking touch her hair. Oh, don't man, touch her on. head. All right, I'll pay somebody else to do she's it. Not, actually, she's not. Well, she's not normally, like, 
when I met her, she had this cute little uppercut situation. You know what? Not that many women can pull off a low haircut, but she she really she does. does. Yeah, she. But she has super good cheekbones. Yeah, and like she the, does. Like the frame of her face, like she totally works. Yeah, it. nah, she she does. Enough about her. This episode It's about you. We gotta get back to you. <laughs> but not nah, like I like that's that's gotta be a highlight of my career. Like yeah. I would have never thought in a million years if you would have told me ten years ago that not only I would start a podcast, but then I would you know get a communication from mm-hmm. someone with lifetime. You know, no, that's was like, still super shit. wild, and I was disappointed. But I was also very nervous at that prospect because I knew that that would have been a very vulnerable situation for yeah. me because like my weight has always been under scrutiny with my family and especially because I used to be super skinny and then I got on an antidepressant that fucked up my uh, my body. I gained like 150 pounds and like, no, like 100 pounds in three months. Wow. I went from 150 to 250 in three months. Damn. It was so bad. That was when I started doing the bodybuilding mm-hmm. and I did Pilates and yoga on top of that because I was just like depressed and so I was like, well, if I'm going to be fat, I can at least be strong. And then I ended up losing the weight, and yeah. I was still thick. Like, size 12, that's my ideal body. That is my okay. favorite size. I think I'm cute there because I'd have a naturally super tiny waist. So I just size 12, little waist, I'm happy. I'm a happy woman. Like, I love oh. it. That's my favorite body size. That's um, But, like, it would have been a really vulnerable situation for me, especially because of my breast size and mm-hmm. that but like in the same in that same breath the idea of being able to like positively influence people and not have it be like an unhealthy like diet culture situation yeah. of like obsessing over my size because my goal is just to be healthy to be happy but i want to like i Absolutely. i like to seek joy in whatever size that i am like I'm the heaviest I've ever been right now, actually. And you like, look damn good. Well, thank you, but I also dress well. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I and I, oh my God, if I had a nickel for every dumbass, I shouldn't say that because I recognize they're trying to compliment, but it's not the compliment you think you is. It is when you look at your f- bigger friend, when you look at your fat homie and you go, you're so brave. It isn't brave for me to make the effort to say, I'm not going to stop dressing cute and wearing what I enjoy just because it's harder to find the clothes. I'll never forget my dad's girlfriend that he was with after my mom passed away. You know, Mm -hmm. he eventually moved on. I remember like I would stay with my dad during my divorce and his his girlfriend is like she was a skinny country chick from Alabama and she was like and you know like even I go with my dad like I still did stuff like I'm still going out to conventions I'm still hanging mm-hmm. out with friends you know well, I'm yeah, working every day like, you know I'm still have I'm still maintaining my social life live little kid status yeah <laughs> you know I'm a grown man like I'm just living here temporarily to I get yeah. back on my feet and he probably wanted to talk to his girlfriend or wife or whatever <laughs> she was like. and she tells me one day she was like ish I'm so I'm so amazed at you and I'm like what why what you know you don't let your weight uh, stop you from doing things, and I'm like, the fuck, and like, I'm, I, I didn't say that. I'm like, stop why you stop me from hanging out, going out with I'm friends, so going to conventions? Like, I'm just seeing uh, myself like, woman. It's so you, uh, incredible that being I fat hasn't stopped out. you from leaving <laughs> your house. <laughs> and I just, and you know, granted, like, she's an older chick. My mm-hmm. dad was in his 60s or whatever, so she's around his age. But I'm thinking to myself like, number one. I really wanted to cuss her out, and I'm like, you know, number one, you better thank God that I'm in your house because I respect people's, you know, house uh-huh. or whatever. They're, they're, you know, and number two, be damn lucky you dating my dad. So it's like I really oh, kind of have to yeah. respect you a little bit. If you was <laughs> any of you, just some random female and a chick, a coworker no, or something, I would cuss you smooth the no, fuck out. No, like, no, it's. Like, that's also just goes along with the unhealthy like like I'm not gonna pretend that being overweight is healthy mm-hmm. but it's a cho- it's it, you know some people have health issues that make it harder to lose weight some yeah. people it is a choice some people genuinely feel more attractive being bigger I've met several people who felt so so insecure when they were skinny and gaining weight made them feel so oh, yeah. good about themselves I read that too yeah. You know, it's and people are so hyper fixated on on diet culture, like you and have a to number, be, and you know, healthy just... being visual 
But like, you know, Meg and I, before when you was getting ready, we were talking about wrestling. I don't know Mm -hmm. how in-depth you are about wrestling. My, I get, between Megan and Raven, I am up to date on my wrestling Okay, you ever heard of a guy, and Megan, you can vouch for this, a guy named Rikishi, back in the Mm -hmm. attitude, and dudes like, you know, the Samoan dude, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. 400 pounds, Mm -hmm. moved like he was 150, you know what I mean? Like, the dude could fly in the air. Do flips. Yeah. You know, of course, he had the big round ass, like a female, whatever. But still, like, Bless it's him. because, you know, he's like 5'8, mm-hmm. 400, tipping towards 500 mm-hmm. pounds. He's healthy. You know, and he's still yeah. kicking around today. Actually, he's going to be in Houston, I think, later this month at a convention meeting fans. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, when I saw that growing up, and I've always been a big kid, and I'm like, damn, you know, here's a guy I could look up to that's a big guy, mm-hmm. and he's out here moving. Intercontinental champion, yeah. tag team champion, yeah. hardcore champion, taking on The Undertaker, The Rock, whoever. Like, that's dope. You that's know, and cool. other, you know, big guys too. But that one just really yeah, no, pops that's out amazing. for me. Um, no, it, it's, it's, it's difficult, but in that same breath, because of my chest, it makes it easier for me to feel okay being overweight. Mm-hmm. But it's because, like, I balance out. Yeah. Like, I, it doesn't look. And I'm not saying women with smaller chests who are bigger are not beautiful, because, like, they are. Like, Oh, yeah. I'm a very firm believer in that all bodies are beautiful and that, you know, different people ha- have a different ideal image for themselves, but mm-hmm. it's, there's also a different image that is best for other people. Absolutely. Um, and I'm, I'm just, like, I'm a believer in seeking your happiness, and for some people that's... A, a smaller size for some people that's a larger size so for some people they're not looking at all of that they're looking at what their blood says like you know it's just mm-hmm. people need to focus on themselves is really what it is absolutely here's a question <laughs> i want to ask you kind of yeah. in relation to that and going back to something you said how do you feel like one another highlight of mine last year mm-hmm. i was at comic pools you ever heard of a woman named Haley lane i know Haley lane okay. she's the one that has like she has like uh, she had like uh, butt implants and uh, and, yeah. and boob job and t- teeny waist. Yeah, exactly. So I ran to her last year at Comic mm-hmm. Pools. I'm a fan of hers and got to meet her and you know she was kind enough to take some pictures with mm-hmm. me and everything. And the reason I bring her up is because here's a woman and there's others like her out there that spend yeah. tons of money. Yeah, she's on getting breasts like yours and th- other modifications done. I think yeah, she's been I've, on botch. I've, no, yeah, and I've seen. I've, I, I follow her on Instagram at okay. this point. I think she's interesting. I love her outfits. Oh yeah, she always yeah. Has the cutest stuff on. I'm not a um, Dallas Cowboys fan, but that Dallas Cowboy outfit she wore uh, at oh, the end yeah. of last season, I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. damn, that was that was dope. Yeah, no. But how I do mean, you, feel- you don't have to be a Dallas Cowboys fan to be a fan of the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Let's be that's fair; those, are two, different, yeah, those are two different. Those are two different teams. That's true. <laughs> no, you're right. I never thought about it like that. You're right. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Um, but, but no, like. Um, but well, hold, here's, I, I here's see my, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But here's my question: Like, question. how do you feel that there are women out there? Mm-hmm. And even me, because it's a drag queen, Fantasia Royale, that's gotten, mm-hmm. like, super large breast augmentation. You heard of Fantasia Royale? Or yes. Fantasia Gaga? Uh, I so, like, here it is. Yes. Women are, people in general are spending thousands of dollars mm-hmm. to have what you have, naturally. How does that make you feel? Do you even give any thought about it? Like, do you wake up and like, damn, like, they're paying was, to I have mean, what I remember, have, Like, know? we talked, I made that, I made jokes about that, like, literally, that was the opening of my, of our first episode on, mm-hmm. on this topic, um, is that breast tissue weighs more than the material that is used for breast augmentation. And so, like, I feel a little pettiness because I know that they don't <laughs> nearly have the weight on their shoulders, that I do, literally speaking. Um, and it, it, I mean, to a degree, I feel, I, I feel sadly for people that don't feel happy in the skin that they're in. But in that same breath, like I have no right to an opinion on that yeah. because what other people do to seek their own happiness is really none of my business. If that's what makes you happy, if you want to look like a doll, if that makes you happy, you have the income to pay for those expenses, then do what makes you happy. 
it isn't causing any. It's not like she's having the fat sucked out of some children. Yeah. And injected into her body. Like she's not doing anything yeah. wrong. She's doing things she ha- her yeah. happy. She's gorgeous because that's her ideal self. She's, and she's doing super what, nice. Like I got she, to meet her. She I was kind she's enough a to. Sweetheart. Yeah, she is. Like I went up to her and I was like, "Hey, are you Haley Lane?" And she was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Hey." I follow you on Instagram. I introduced myself and, yeah. uh, you know, I was like, you know, hey, and then, you know, and um, and oddly enough, with me being a big Star Trek fan, she was at Comic Poo's of Meaty William Shatner, who's Hell Captain yeah. Kirk, you know, I like the Star Trek. Like, yeah. he is Trek, Something you know? And, um, you know, we shook hands and I was like, hey, can I get some pictures with you? And uh, one of her friends was there. They took a couple of pictures and she even let me take some pictures of her. And I'm so mad because that particular day I was at Comic Poo's. I did not have my camera with me. So I was like, I would have loved to got like a professional picture of her. You went to Comic Palooza and you did not bring your camera? This is why, because I've been going to Comic Palooza for so long that if I have my camera on me, all my cosplay friends are going to bug me. And that particular day, oh, I just wanted to be yeah. a fan. You know, no, I didn't, even I get if it. they offered me money, no, you know, I like, oh, it. Ish, yep. take my pictures, you know, mm-hmm. I got, I got a hundred dollars. And it's like, nah, I, I just want to be a fan. I'm just trying to chill, you know, so I left my camera at home. No, nope, uh, that's that fair. Day. Yeah. <laughs> that's totally fair. <laughs> you about to get into, you about to get mad. <laughs> I was about to be like, no, no that, that's. That is what I'm saying. We got the cell phone picture, so that's that's good. But I would have no, loved, loved to have that crisp quality, and she was dressed up as um, Black Canary from DC Comics. That's right. She, yeah, she killed it. So, no, yeah, that, very, no, very sweet like, woman. I bet she is. And I mean, I I think she is beautiful. I, yeah, I bet I, I would have thought that before she did those things. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, is that I think that somebody is the most beautiful when they're ha- when when they're seeking their happiness. Mm. You don't even have to be at that point. When you're doing what, when you're taking the steps to achieve your happiness, I think that's gorgeous. I think that's gorgeous. Making that effort, like not allowing yourself, don't like, don't, I, I'm, and I say this as somebody who for the last two years have just, has just, for the most part, sat in her sorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm still taking my son to go do stuff, but I haven't been doing things for me. Like, you have even been bugging me to do a photo shoot. And although I have a lot of concerns because I'm a teacher, like... Yeah, of course, yeah. uh, That that shouldn't really play a a complete factor. It's not like I'm going to be completely naked. We're not doing... We're not not pulling a Pamela Anderson. This isn't Playboy Bunny. Yeah. But in that same aspect, like, you know, we could still do something that's not, like, super revealing. And I was thinking, I mean, I was you got on now, that. you know, yeah. like, <laughs> no, I was thinking about that for the last couple of days. Cause it's like, I've said no, and I have a valid reason for it. My concern. Yeah, absolutely. But in that same aspect, if I'm going to walk around potentially dressed like this, which I'm not going to lie, this is going to be a day night outfit for my man at this point. I, this is cute. Mm. I literally put this together last night. I, I didn't even put it together. I literally thought, what do I have in my closet? And I was like, I haven't worn these pants yet. So let's do it. Go for it. We're going to yes. do it. And so I just packed it up, threw it in my bag, went and stayed the night, like drove over here, like yeah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I realized that I need to be taking more steps to do for me. Yeah. I and, think we all do. And, and, and I think that whatever you do to seek your happiness, if you're not hurting anybody directly in the process, do it. Do yeah. what makes you happy. If it, it, whatever goes on between, uh, with, with one or more consenting adult, human adults is none of my fucking business. You're not sacrificing children to put fat in your ass. You're not, you know, like doing horrible, unforgivable, unspeakable things. You know, she's not robbing people to fund the money for her surgeries, you know. People are not, people are not going to die because you chose to get a body modification that's going to make you happy. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, no, that, that's no, when I get a reduction, nobody's going to fucking die. I might, no, I no. might have a heart attack. I'm a big friend. Sam, I oh, that's swear to oh, God, I will find <laughs> the nearest, like, 80s movie status shaman to bring you back to life and I will kill you myself. And I'll be at your funeral and I will get up on that podium and I'll be like, this motherfucking drama <laughs> All my friends I'm like, gonna go back and get my titties like, done like, smaller now, just so mm, that way no, you can look mm, at it from mm, heaven. Nah, I'm gonna be like, damn, it's a sad day in America, our country. Oh I'm joking. 
I ain't shit. I know I'm not. We've also shit. had that discussion too. It was yeah. like when it comes to like crude comments, like one of the, the the thing that I'm sick of people saying. Like I've had so many partners, so like or like men who are potentially interested in me, women, and they if I when I say like because it's actually a really oddly common question for me is that people will go, well, are you do you ever plan on getting a reduction? And I say yeah. And even if they ask and I don't bring it up, they'll go, that's like spitting in the face of God. (laughs) And I'm like, the number of people, and I'm like, first of all, you don't even believe in God. Mm, That part. Uh, Second of all, I think God would be perfectly okay with using me using this resource that he provided. Allowing (laughs) somebody to invent this procedure to be done in a safe environment. At the end of the day. And, and, and I, I grew up in a church. I come from a very religious family. Yeah, no, family. we both had that conversation. Yeah. We both grew up like, in church. At the end of the day, above all else, and it talks about this, in the first book, Genesis, God gave us free will. Boom. So the fact that we have free will to do what we want to do anyway supersedes all that bullshit they're talking about. So like, Plus, nobody, I would love someone to tell me that. Nobody like, can uh, tell me that free will, Genesis. Are, are the so. pro- I truly believe that my titties are the product of the devil as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> my back pain, that's not God. Yeah, that. I mean, you know, I, I joke and I, you know, I fuck around and everything, but damn, like, if it's getting to the point now where your mobility, mm-hmm. you know, and just moving around like that, that sucks and just mm-hmm. standing up and I mean just simple things that the average person doesn't you know we, we take for granted you know just. I mean it's not like major mm-hmm. and I'm sure that if I did like I have been doing some workouts at home I have a little weight set okay with time I'm gonna build my muscle back up it'll be fine I also think it's the cold weather has been affecting things mm, okay. especially because like I did have to ultimately like having my baby I noticed that I have like, I have, I have, I get soreness in my hips and in my lower back when it gets cold. Um, I think that probably plays a big part in it when it gets warmer. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be easier, but like colder months have been a little bit harder on me. But I have been working out and I've been doing a lot of workouts that like strengthen my spine. Yeah. And originally, when I was in, when I was doing all the bodybuilding, and my mom was pushing so hard for me to get a reduction and I wasn't I was a triple D I was I was it was nothing damn nothing compared it was just to now, a G. Yeah. like it was nothing and and she was like trying to bully the doctor into saying that I needed a reduction and he checked my spine checked my breathing and he was like actually like her spine has perfectly adapted to handle the weight of her chest like she's fine as long as she doesn't have like any complications to a pregnancy. Yeah. And my mom literally looked at him and, and was like, don't, you don't know what you're talking about. And she looked at me <laughs> and she went, Kelly, like you have, you have to do, you have to, you can't live like this. And like, I, then getting a reduction with how much my chest has grown in the last decade, that would have been the most pointless waste yeah, of money. Yeah, would have, they would yeah. have grown right back. I mean, would they be the size they are now? Probably not. I would have probably gotten a little bit of a fucking break. But yeah. in that same aspect, it's just like it wouldn't have made a difference. And even if I get a reduction now, which I do intend to in the future, they're gonna keep growing. Like we're just, I'm. It's Damn. it's gonna it's gonna require some upkeep. Well, that that's the thing about bodybuilding too. Is like you look at, especially the bigger bodybuilders, male or female, they work out. Yes. And their bodies adapt to having all that muscle, I, you know? And actually what I was going to say is <laughs> mm-hmm. that the original reason that I started bodybuilding and I started working out a lot was because my boobs got up to a double H. Damn. And I got mad. I think that's like Victoria's I was 17. I was, a seven, I, was, I was 17 years old and I got so mad that I went to the gym about it. Wow. And I worked out and I, I was able to just turning the fat into muscle – I was able to roll back my chest size to being a G. Okay, yeah, because you burn the fat. Yeah, I burn the, the fat, fat, but I was also turning it into muscle. And muscle yeah, weighs more than fat, fat, but it's leaner. Yeah. And so I was able to shrink my breast size down to the size I wanted to be. And that's another thing I thought about doing before the reduction is, like, going back to the gym. I wouldn't be able to go to the same dedication that I had because I, I can't afford – a gym with a daycare. Yeah. And I have my toddler. I legally can't bring my toddler into the, the gym space. 
but I could start going like on the days that he's with his dad or his grandparents. Every little bit helps, yeah. Yeah, like that would still be eight days a month that would help me, and then I have my weights at home. I just, I just have been, I've been getting back into it, and mm-hmm. I've been easing myself into it because, you know, I've done this before. I'm a little older. I know yeah. that I need to kind of ease my way into it be- so I don't freaking hurt something. Gotcha. So I took Scarlet to goth prom. Mm-hmm. I even did a promposal. I made her feel uh. like a princess. As she should. Absolutely. We watched Terrifier while we got ready. It was so romantic. Don't I don't even want to. She, <laughs> she was making. She's still always putting me for that. Whenever she he saws the girl in half, and I was at first like, oh, because I was thinking about my pelvic bone. But then I was like this. But then I was like, oh, he's so strong. And she was like, I, you're not supposed to get horny. And I was like, I'm impressed. He saw her in half in 20 seconds using a handsaw. How's that not impressive? Good point. Damn, good <laughs> I was like, wow. The amount of pressure he has to put on. <laughs> like, the pent-up anger. <laughs> but uh, we go, and then um, it was super cute. She was just getting compliments, and she deserves to feel cute. And we were having Absolutely. so much fun. And then this guy comes up to us, and he goes, oh, my God. You are exactly my friend's type. Oh, okay. And we've been drinking at this point because Megan, we've been we've been drinking at this point because Scarlett was like, "You're not just gonna be here while I drink." Yeah. And I was just like, oh, "Okay, thanks. That's nice." But I was also like, "Yeah, no, like that's that's actually honestly, I gotta really give it to him that he was holding it down for the homie. I thought that was really cool." That he was like, you're totally my friend's type. And then he was like, I want to follow you on Instagram. And I was just like, sure. But before that, he was like, can I take a picture of you with you and Scarlett so that I can show him what you look like? And I was just like, sure. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah, we're having fun. It's prom. And so he takes a picture with me and Scarlett. And so, uh, fast forward, this was like last June of 2023. Okay. Fast forward to three weeks ago, I was at, uh, I was at a, the local nerd bar around here. I love that spot. I love it. There's like comic books and they have like video games set up. It's about, uh, Neil's? Yeah, it's Neil's bar. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't going to say it. Oh, well, well, you know what? I can, I, I can tell no, you. No, 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 it's fine. I was at, we were at Neil's Bar. I was at mm-hmm. Neil's Bar with my platonic wife, or wife Raven. And um, I love that spot. And this, I've, you know, we're hanging out. It's getting to be towards, like, the end of the night. I'm about to head home. And then this guy kind of comes in, and he's, like, looking at me. And I was looking at him, and I was like, do I have a booger? Like, what's going on? Because <laughs> he kind of looks a little nervous, a little anxious. And I was just like, what's, what, what did I, what's wrong with me? And then he comes up finally comes up and he goes um i have a weird question to ask you i bet you're like uh here we and go. i was <laughs> like i have a weird answer what's up hun and he was like is this you and he shows me the picture and it's me and him and scarlet and i knew exactly what it was from because the funny part about this was that we took the picture he totally forgot to get my instagram so we just left okay, in the yeah. dark, like in the in the dark of the night, with this man with this photo. Wow! And he disappeared. His homie is like, "Hey guys, I'm yeah, so yeah, here, I'm you know, so sorry, I fucked up, but here she is." Yeah. Um, and I was just so like, we were at Whataburger in line getting some getting some traditional uh, breakfast on a buns, and then I started laughing, and Scarlett looked at me, and I was like, "That man did not get our information." which was fine by me because i was like not necessarily comfortable like you know i might be his type and again totally have a lot of respect for somebody Mm -hmm. whose homies care so much about this person that they're like you have to meet my friend he would be so into you 
That's like something you see at the movies. That's like good. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. like, you know, obviously the homies got like this guy's got good energy. Like yeah. super cool. But he shows me the picture and I said, yeah, no, that's me. And I was like, uh, I even remember exactly what conversation led to this picture. I was like, did you show it to your homie? And he was just like, I did. And then I realized that I didn't get any of your information. And he was like, no. And I was like, I have more unfortunate news. I am actually currently in a very happy relationship. And he was like, God damn it. <laughs> and then he looked at me and he's like, I'm very happy for you. But like... I feel bad. <laughs> and I was like, you're fine. It's okay. I was just That's like, I'm... dope. But Damn. I thought that was so funny. And then we talked a little bit and we chatted up and he told me how that went. And then he was like, I was so scared. Like, he was very respectful. Like, he was like, I just was worried you would think I was another creep. Because some people had tried talking to me and made some yeah. comments. Um, but he came up and he, and he was just like, I was just... I, he's like, how do you walk up and say, excuse me, I have a picture of us on my phone. I said, that is the correct context that you say that. If you'd walked up and said, hey, I have a picture of us together on my phone, I would have been a lot less alarmed than if you had walked up here and been like, excuse me, I have an old photo of you you on my phone. Mm, yeah. Because, like, where'd you take context it? Where'd key, that come yeah. from? And he's like, oh, that makes sense. I was like, yeah. You saying you have a picture of us together, there's a story, like, clearly we've interacted. But if you were like, excuse me, I, I, I took a picture of you last year. Like, my thought process is going to be like, when? <laughs> Where? <laughs> you just see me at, it, it, like, comic poos. It's like, I kind of run into it. It's like, oh, you're ish. You're Barry Media. Yeah. And I'm like, do I know you? <laughs> I'm going, I am going uh, is, is, to is comic. Like Isn't Comic Palooza coming up? Um, kind of, sort of. It's, it's in May. Normally, it's a Memorial Day weekend. I'm going. I'm not missing it this year. I want to go. I have a whole costume plan out for my oh. son. The, the, oh my God, what is his name? From Howl's Moving Castle, The Apprentice. I haven't seen that one. <sighs> well, his apprentice, I want to get my son a little suit so that he's dressed like that. Uh -huh. And then the magic that he'll do, like when he's practicing magic, is he makes himself look old and he'll like do this. And when his hood comes up, he has a long old man beard. Even though he's like a little kid. Kid, yeah. And I was like, I am going to make this costume for my son because he loves House Moving Castle. Okay, I mean, loves that House one. I need to catch up on so much I was stuff. either going to do that or I was going to get him a little Totoro onesie and okay. have him be Totoro and make him a little leaf little leaf umbrella. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get ahead of a game this year. As soon as I file my taxes, now the ticket prices are, you know, dirt cheap, I'm going to go ahead and buy my, my pass, my weekend pass now versus Smart. as it gets closer you know they go up on the price because i think yeah. last year a weekend pass was like freaking like I need almost two hundred dollars um, which is why i only went for that one day um last year yeah no uh there was no way in hell like when the ticket prices are cheaper i'm super down for it and there are certain points where the ticket prices are cheaper and then they skyrocket and then they balance yeah. back out it's kind of strange well I, I think they do it based on not only how close the convention's getting, mm -hmm. but also, like, they look at, okay, how many people have bought tickets, you know? And mm -hmm. if they're looking at, okay, well, we didn't sell enough, so let's offer a sale, you know? And then they're going to... The year that I really up. wanted to go was when they were, like, really including, um, like, I think one of the, like, represented, like, things was um, Tentacle Kitty. I don't know if you've seen that. It's this little, little yeah. story. Yeah. Um, um. It was it was really interesting because it turned out that my was that 2016. Yeah, I think it was, okay. and I was no, it might have been 2013, 2014. No, okay. yeah, it might have been. 2000. I don't remember. Okay, I just I just know that like I I had a boss at one time. In fact, the most respectful job I ever had. Speaking of, okay, no harassment whatsoever. I worked in the mailroom of a gun holster manufacturing company. Oh wow! And I was the only woman on the warehouse side. Dang. And the women who worked in the sales side, they wouldn't come out. They were terrified. And, and I was, it was just me and a bunch of dudes. And that was the most respectful environment I've ever been in. The only, like, the closest thing to any kind of comments that I got is that they started calling me Jessica Rabbit. Mm. And, uh, that wouldn't be a bad cosplay for you. Mm. Yeah, but it's so overdone now. It's so overplayed. Mm. I might do a Dolly Parton cosplay. Just go fucking left field with it. Ooh. I like the sound of that. Or a Vira. 
uh, I was going to say, because Scarlett likes to do the Elvira cosplay, so okay. she could do Elvira and I'll do Dolly Parton. Hot damn. <laughs> I'm bringing my camera this year. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm bringing oh. two. <laughs> I'll just have to make sure that's the day I don't bring my son because like yeah. I try not to I try not to do things that are gonna garner any kind of attention with my with my kid. Yeah, that's actually course. not true. I I really firmly believe in not watering myself down for my son. If he starts like expressing embarrassment, I'll probably be. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm right. not wearing this around my baby. Of like, course, yeah. I'll be around my baby, but I'm not taking him out. Yeah, like this is date night. This is interviews. I, I know you're this, but that's the thing. Like, with me working in retail, I yeah. see so many women wear off-the-wall shit, and they're mm-hmm. with their kids, yeah, and I'm no. just like, I get enough hell? attention. And then my biggest fear is, what if a guy, while, because some men don't have no sense of, like, decency or morals. I've had men try try to hit on me in front of my kid they don't even register that i have a fucking child in the car with me or like around me like i think i've told you that story that the the security guard at the heb parked behind me so i couldn't leave and he's hitting on me and i'm like my kid is in the car and he like was just like okay and then he keeps going and i i am firmly positive that one of the reasons that my son is so just naturally consideration minded he's such a sweetheart and he worries about how people feel is because that little boy has had to watch me ream into some men and it's literally on purpose like i know that i am a lot harder on them when he's around because i want my son to know that that behavior is not okay yeah that's not that's not cool i mean i've seen some very attractive women that i would want to go up to and me but it's like oh she got her kids that's you know, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do that. And that's but just... I mean, even if you do, there's a polite way to do it. And, but even then, like, honestly, my favorites are like, and I don't, I don't take my son to the grocery store as much because we've had some uncomfortable incidences, like regarding like people following us around. Oh shit. Yeah. Like my son. And I'm so I try to do my grocery shopping when he's, um, with his, uh, grandma, with his Nana. Um, but, uh, which sucks, because that's, like, one of my favorite things to take my son to do. But, like, there have been times where we've been at H-E-B, and, on, and I'll start getting hit on, and my son, and he does not dislike people. Like, he sometimes he takes a minute to warm up. Yeah. But it's only been, like, three people in his short little life that he did not like at all. Their energy, their vibes, they don't want anything to do with them. And two of them, no, all three of them were trying to hit on me. All three of them were trying to pursue me. And all three of them, I do believe, did not have good. Yeah, yeah, all three of them did not have, like, good intentions. And, but, like, two of them were, like, in the grocery store. And he was sitting there, and he just was, like, get away from my mom. Trying to push him away. Yeah. And I would be like, my kid doesn't like you. And they would just be like, oh, try to play it off. Yeah. And then distance themselves and keep going. And I was just like, no, I don't think you understand. My kid doesn't like you. This conversation's done. Damn. If my kid doesn't like you, you're done. Yeah, no, nah, that's 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 the golden rule when it comes to moms. I've I've been down that road myself. Like, that's, I mean, I've had women tell me that like, hey, if my kid doesn't like you, you seem like a nice guy, but nah, kids like, hey, I respect and animals, that, you know? they can they know. tell. Oh yeah. So like, if my kid doesn't like you, I don't I don't trust you. What are your intentions? That my kid's energy radar is just absolutely in the red. Yeah. But. You know. Nah, you're right. So. At the end of the day, I cannot thank you enough for joining me again and putting yourself out here. It's going to be a dope I love episode. coming on and talking about my <laughs> But you have so many stories to tell. I do. When I see I mean, shit on social media, I'm like, damn, like, we got to talk about this. Like, that's, like, like it, going back to the very beginning, like, the whole mask picture, like, that was kind of fucked up, even for I me. I honestly like, still might get another one of those masks. Because, like, if I'm not feeling good, I do prefer to mask up. Like, I try to do the, the more I, Asian. There was a time when you came Asian, to my store and wouldn't yeah. even hug me. I had COVID. I wanted to get COVID so I could get off from work. No. I hate my job, damn it. I, I was like, hug I, me, I, I, No, I'm not about to. No, I'm not. I'm not. I have no interest in killing a man. I have a very small list that if I ever I just snap, need to test. I just need to test positive. Say back. Okay, Ish, go home. Here's your pay. Okay, no. cool. No, no. If I'd had the flu, fuck it. Fine, but I'm not. No, no, no. Yeah, no, she doesn't. 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 She doesn't
Uh, <laughs> Kelly Kraken on uh, IG. Kelly Kraken on TikTok. Though I don't really update my TikTok. Yeah, I haven't seen you on TikTok in a while. I yeah. I see you post. Okay. I just, I haven't been feeling it. I'm getting back to being myself. Yeah. Okay. Like we had a little bit of a rough year last year. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like, you know, we were get we we're, we've been healing from a very abusive and toxic situation. And last year was like the rock bottom, like of us, you know, I had to come to terms with everything that I allowed my, my, I, the, I shouldn't say I allowed it, but I, the things I was subjected to that I did not set the boundaries that I should have set and, and, and handle things better. I, you know, we've been on an upward scale. Yeah. We're doing a lot better. I'm doing better. I'm feeling great. I'm, Good. I'm you deserve to, too. Absolutely. I'm making plans to actually start leaving my troll cave. Um, there's actually a masquerade at Numbers at the end of the month I want to go to. Uh, but we'll see. And this month, oh, and then there's that, um, what I was telling you how we got here, the, um, the free, like, the, the people who do the whole Houston Horror Film Fest, they're having like a free mini convention on the twenty fifth. The Houston what? The Houston Horror Film Convention. Oh, are yeah, they doing people. a pop up? Yeah, yeah, they're doing a free pop up on the twenty fifth. Nice. So that should be dope. It's gonna be at one of the some brewery over in the Heights. So I'm trying to go to that. Um, we should go do yeah. that together. <laughs> and uh. Exactly. That's why you gotta look fly as fuck. Yes, yes. And people don't forget, if I'm you want to support the podcast, you can do that just by sharing this episode, commenting, letting us know what you think. Follow us across social media. Links in the description. If you're feeling very generous, it is tax season. If you want to throw a couple of dollars our way, you can do so on Patreon. Link in the description between $1 to $3 a month. Get you um, behind-the-scenes stuff, early access to episodes, and Anything there else will I probably could think be of a video exclusive. of me being fed strawberries. Yes, and, and <laughs> my shenanigans and, and whatever else. Yeah, we could all we could the shenaniganery. Yes. Um, Plus, if you support the Patreon, there is a very high chance that there will probably be another booby adventure episode. Oh, definitely. I'm. I feel like we should just get together once a year and just we'll just update what the stupidest yeah. shit that's happened. I, I think I my think favorite we're though is the is the the home slice that like took a picture together. Was it being was very respectful about it to like let his homie know that he found somebody who's his type. That, he he should get friend of the year. That that's that's that right. Yeah, that, that's, that is a real one. Like yeah, oh my god. Absolutely. Yeah. And until next time, people take care of yourselves and each other. We're out of here. Want to help the channel remain upstanding and dedicated to the truth? Then consider becoming a channel patron. The link to our Patreon account is in the description below.